0: Greetings, hempsters. Thank you for tuning in to another hemp educational hemp episode of Hemp Aware Radio. I know it's a mouthful. I don't expect you uh, <laughs> to repeat what I say, but my name is Tyler Hemp, your hemp entrepreneurial host, here to hemp power and hemp educate your hemposphere because it's important for food, for our homes, for our clothing, energy, healing applications, and so much more. And on today's hemp educational show, I have special guest Joseph Jurgens with the CBD and Hemp White Label Expo, and we're going to be discussing the details of the upcoming event in Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, you know how you can learn from him essentially to create a successful hemp event if you're doing something like that, and um, you know kind of get pick his brain and understand. Um, what inspired him to work with hemp, and and how the CBD White Label Expo is uh, great for you, possibly, and what you're doing with your hemp company. So, without further ado, thanks so much for being on today's show, Joey. Hello. How are we doing? So, uh, yeah, all is well. I'm just curious for our listeners, um, maybe give a little bit of a background where you came from, or. Uh, you know, what led you up to be the organizer of this event, the CBD what? and Hemp White Label Expo in Vegas? And I think you guys got one in New York as well, right?
1: Yes. So we run one in Vegas. Uh, that one's May 25th and 26th. Uh, we run the other one in New York is, uh, what is that one? September 29th and 30th. And then we also have two uh, shows uh, in Europe. I honestly don't know the dates of those ones off the top of my head. I know the... The UK one just ran in March, but we also have one that runs in Germany as well.
0: So yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: I got into it. I got into it basically just when I came into the the company I work for. They they were asking like, what's something that intrigues you? And I was like, well, I'm always like, I've always been intrigued by hemp and stuff like that because I mean, there's so much like beneficial things about it, but it's like such a niche market where people are still kind of like scared to even like think about getting into it. So it's very, I don't know, it's kind of cool to see the growth of it over the years. That's for
0: sure. Totally. So as far as um, how long this show's cool. been going on, this is uh, part of a, a larger show called the White Label Expo. Is that right? This is kind of an offshoot. Per, correct. uh hmm yeah.
1: yeah, so um, it's been the White Label Expo for 10 years. Um, we brought mm-hmm. it to the States four years ago and every year, I mean, we've had, like, CBD and hemp companies there. Last year, it was so big that we were like, shoot, we should just make it its own show, like, within the White Label Expo. That was also a part of, like, companies not wanting to be associated with CBD and stuff like that. So, it was kind of, like, controversial as well.
0: Interesting. So, there were, non-hemp companies at the white label expo that felt offended by hemp companies or cbd companies being present at the show wow yep so we decided we decided
1: yeah and and i mean that's one of our biggest like demographics is the cbd and hemp section so we decided to just separate them so those companies can feel like they're important which they are you know what i mean but our main thing is we want to get as many cbd and hemp companies on board because I mean, if you look at the numbers, the amount of, like, income that has come from CBD and hemp in the past three years grows every year. So, the Mm -hmm. sky's the limit when it comes to that stuff.
0: For sure. So, hemp-based companies that maybe have a finished product and are looking for some sort of packaging, maybe supplements or uh, fiber-based products, sounds like there's thousands of options for uh, packaging that they can choose from, or hundreds anyway.
1: Yeah. I mean, the great thing about, like, I've, I've always tell customers this as well. Um, the White Label Expo is like a one-stop shop. If you really, really wanted, let's just say you had $50,000 laying around, and you're like, I want to start a business, you know. You can go find whatever products you want to sell. You can private label it, white label, whatever. You can find mm-hmm. the marketing team to market you. You can find the packaging company. You can find your distributors. You know what I mean, like.
0: It's literally Mm -hmm. like if
1: you show up with enough money, you can build a business in that two
0: days. (laughs) Very cool. Wow. So this is huge for hemp entrepreneurs, hemp investors, small and medium sized hemp companies that maybe need to take their business to the next level, uh, find those strategic Mm -hmm. partners to help them better fulfill their products. That's that's a super good value. So as far as um, some of the challenges that you've had, I mean, this is, um, Uh, Obviously, you mentioned the controversy of just being associated with cannabis, but has there been any other challenges as far as, uh, you know, other than COVID, um, getting these events organized and filled, you know, getting uh, vendors or getting customers to attend, like any challenges that you've experienced, and how have you been able to overcome them?
1: Um, I wouldn't say getting attendees or getting exhibitors is hard, necessarily, at least in my sector, you know, the CBD and hemp sector, the hardest thing for me is that so many companies are into like Delta eight and Delta 10 and stuff like that. And the States that we run our shows in, it's illegal. So when Mm -hmm. they, you know, we go to like pitch them and be like, Hey, like, this would be a great fit for you. They're like, yeah, we would love to do it. But our main state is Delta eight stuff. So then it's kind of hard because they can't come to our show at that point because it's illegal. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that
1: that's definitely the hardest part.
0: Well, is it illegal in that state, or is it just not regulated in that state, and therefore there's so no... I, be-
1: mm-hmm. I believe, um, from my knowledge, in Nevada, it is illegal to sell Delta-8 products. Um, okay. So basically, when it comes to like... So we've had companies come out that have it. But it's more or less just, like, they have other, you know, CBD or hemp or tinctures, things of that nature, and it's just, like, the Delta-8 goes to the wayside.
0: hmm Got it. So, that that's yeah, definitely that could be the hardest,
1: like, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it truthfully, it is fairly harmless. I mean, you have to use a lot of it to start getting, like, the psychoactive effects of it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, people are still going to be scared of it.
0: Right so you you could um maybe open up your doors or or re- start reaching out and maybe this hemp episode this podcast could find some non cannabinoid hemp companies you know like hemp clothing companies yeah. or uh hemp yeah. supplement companies hemp protein and and you know bodybuilders maybe have their own um product line like this would be good for them as well sounds like yeah
1: i i would love that i mean as as much as i in 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 this field, I just want to keep seeing it grow. Like that's that's literally it. I think the sky is the limit for this. Like I think it's endless. I mean, any company can come to one of our shows, and it's easy for me to say, you know, like that you can come to our show and X Y and Z will happen. But it's like there's so many success stories that I can tell people, and they would just be like, no, there's no way that happens. But it's it's so yeah. odd. like there's so many little ones that are just like. Well, they started That's off cool. with just a 10 by 10 booth and then, you know, the next, next show they were, they did so well with their 10 by 10 booth that they booked a 20 by 30, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they were the show sponsor. It's just so many little things like that,
0: nice. that.
1: You know, these little companies have such a chance for big growth within our shows.
0: That's awesome. So what would you, I mean, that sounds like this might be the answer to my next question, but what would you say is your favorite thing about organizing the CBD and hemp white label expo?
1: Um, my favorite thing definitely is just, I think my favorite day was, is build up day. Cause then, you know, you've been talking to these people over the phone, like you do very little face to face in this business. You, you've you been talking to these people like over I don't know, the course of three, four months. And then you finally show up and see like, Whoa, they bring out, they brought out a really cool booth. You know what I mean? Like they're going to attract a lot of attention. Like it, it's mm-hmm. just really cool to see people's like thought process of like, this is what's going to be cool. You know what I mean?
0: yeah that sounds awesome so what would you say is the most important thing you've learned you know doing these events you've uh got to make some mistakes i'm sure and learn from from uh you know the fast growth and and then you know branching off and creating your own event so that you don't upset the other people um but what would you say is, is um you know the most important thing that you've learned while organizing these events especially as it relates to industrial hemp and hemp companies?
1: Um, the most important thing that I would personally say is just keeping the attendees like to just business owners. And I mean, like I told you in the past, like we start off with, we have like 45,000 pre-registered attendees right now, but we're going to take it down to mm-hmm. 15, 20, like people that are actually there to like do business and not just waste people's time. So that's what, I think is the most important part is just keeping your exhibitors happy with like actually showing them like a return on investment, like that they're not just wasting their time. Mm -hmm. I think that's probably the most important part to me.
0: Awesome. That's yeah. Vetting people, making sure that they're qualified leads before uh, coming in so that your vendors get more value and your visitors get more value. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, um, what advice can you offer to some of the hemp entrepreneurs listening to this hemp episode or, you know, companies that are just getting into the game and, and you know, they want to create a product. You, like you said, maybe they got five, um, you know, 50,000 lying around. and They're like, ah, oh, I want to start a hemp company. Like what? what's some advice you would give them for doing that?
1: Um, the, the simplest advice I would say is don't be scared of the big companies. At the end of the day, the big companies are going to do what the big companies do. But at the end of the day, there's enough for everyone to make something, you know, like if you offer a product that is enticing looking, like if you have packaging that's cool looking, nine times out of 10, if you go to a store and you see something that's cool or something that's boring, you're probably going to pick the cool thing. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: like I mean, the
1: it's just, were, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the fact yeah. of not being afraid of the big mm-hmm.
0: companies
1: because they're not going to go anywhere, but you're not going to go anywhere either. If you're not willing to potentially put yourself out there.
0: That's great advice. So don't, don't worry about the big guys. If you can carve out your niche in, in the marketplace and really understand your product. And like you said, have cool packaging or a unique way of delivering that product, to your customers, like yep. you can make a very good living and make a difference with hemp. So that's, that's great. So, um, yeah. Tell us a little bit more about what the attendees can expect when they come to the show. So
1: the attendees, when they come to one of our shows, um, I mean, obviously, everyone, most people have been to a trade show or an expo or something. So they kind of get an idea of what it is, you know, booths here, booths there, et cetera. The thing that separates the white label World Expo compared to, I don't know, we'll just say X, Y, and Z Expo is our shows come with an educational side to it. So, for instance, like, we would have someone like you, for instance, speaking on the CBD and hemp world, you know what I mean, like, of the growth that you've seen in the past, however long you've been doing it. Or, for instance, if you're going back into the white label sector, we have speakers from, you know, Google, Amazon, Alibaba, like, we have, you know, humongous names coming out to speak at our shows. So that's what separates us from the other shows is just the education that can come with it.
0: Right on. That's that's super valuable. It's, it's all about that education, and especially in the hemp world, there's a lot of misinformation well, or people don't fully understand what hemp is, and so having the education is, is foundational, uh, especially in a hemp yeah. company. So that's wonderful. Um, so, what would you say are some of the tips that you can offer for for creating a successful show? If, you know, there's um, dozens of hemp events going on around the world. So if we have any other event organizers that are listening that do hemp shows, what would you kind of give them as, as some tips for making sure to have a successful show?
1: Um, pick your businesses right. Don't Don't step on too many toes. If you know you're going to have five Kratom companies coming out, don't call another five. You know what I mean? Like you need to pick and choose wisely who you're willing to call and who you're willing to let show at your expo. Because so what if you do have like a Delta eight company that comes out and then let's say they accidentally, not, not even accidentally, let's say they give out a sample and that person has a bad reaction to it. You know what I mean? That, that's not yeah. a good look. You need to, you need to pick and choose who you're going to go with and you don't mm-hmm. want to oversaturate it either. If you're going to have, you know, ex- two humongous companies within the CBD ex- like world, don't bring in more because then it's just Mm going to make everyone, like, step on toes and it's going to make things awkward among them because then, you know, those people are going to come up to you and be like, hey, I thought I was supposed to be the biggest company here. That's where I would would put my foot down in the sense of, like, just be very picky about who you let, like, exhibit. Obviously, if you're, like, an up-and-coming show, you're a little bit more limited to, you know, who you can say yes and no to, but it's Mm -hmm. very it's very you have to be strategic about what you do.
0: Yeah, don't necessarily accept anyone, maybe uh have some qualifications yeah, or them. that's that's great advice. So um as far as marketing this event, the hemp, you know, CBD hemp white label expo, are you guys doing paid advertising um or any sort of um you know, alternative so, marketing or what sort of digital marketing are you doing? Uh,
1: so we do, um, we have our, own, I mean, in Vegas alone at our office, we have a humongous marketing team. It's over, it's well over 30 people and they just all day, they just constantly, you know, are calling people like, Hey, ex, this expo is coming up in May, you know, are you going to be attending stuff like that? And then of course, you know, social media marketing, paid advertisement. It. And then on top of that as well, so we have partners that partner up with us. So we, you know, it'll be you know something small like a radio show or something that will be like, hey, the white label expo is happening this day. And then we also have you know big business like or big partners, you know like the Small Business Administration, the shoot of uh, the American Hemp Association. They send out all of um, our attend or our exhibitors to like all their you know what's that word mm-hmm. subscribers? Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So they we. When it comes to partners, we, we build relationships with them to, so they can market for us as well.
0: That's great. Yeah, word of mouth and a little bit of paid advertising. Um, the reason I asked about the paid advertising, I was curious if you had any issues or, you know, being a large company, if if you guys were able to, you know, do paid ads on some of the big networks, the social networks. Um I don't know if you're so, ad- so from you know my, the difference. Like from
1: from my personal experience, um, what I can see is like at least from my feed. Obviously, I work within that industry, so let's say if I go onto like my personal Facebook or something, I will see it on my personal Facebook. Obviously, based off analytics and stuff like that. But we definitely mm-hmm. are, you know, going into that field because I mean, at the end of the day, if someone is looking up CBD and hemp expos, and maybe ours doesn't pop up right away. Maybe they'll be scrolling and it'll just pop up one day and be like, oh, that'd be cool to attend or that'd Mm -hmm. be cool to exhibit at. Mm -hmm. So that's what we mainly shoot for.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, because I know anyone using the word hemp on Facebook ads is uh, being denied, but I wonder if you're not using those words and still able to reach uh, that viewership. Uh, but I know that's not your area of expertise, so, so yeah, you can't comment, I understand. but so,
1: so that, that, It is a good point, actually, because it won't actually advertise the CBD and hemp side, but it does mm-hmm. advertise the white label side, which then, if you go on the white label website, it has a direct link to the CBD and hemp one.
0: Got it. Okay, that makes sense. So um, that's great. I appreciate your insights and, and sharing just a uh, last couple of questions. Uh, where can our listeners, you know, register or, or, you know, kind of what, what can someone expect to invest to be a vendor versus being a guest uh, or an attendee at the show?
1: So being um, an attendee is great. Like you get the experience, you can still talk to people and stuff like that, but you're not allowed to go around trying to sell business. You can buy business, but you can't sell it. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's definitely the most different point of view in that sense um obviously being an exhibitor comes with a lot more benefits like you get you know social media ex- exposure if you want it you get our micro site which you know features a direct link to your website a brief description of your company and then also on top of that like it has a, a tab on there as well where you can book meetings even before the show starts like mm-hmm. and you get all those those leads sent to you before like you could have your return on investment even before the show even starts. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's definitely, like, the biggest factors is just, like, the the add-ons that we can give people, like the social media exposure, the the microsite, the speaking slots if somebody is willing to speak. Because not everyone is willing to speak. There's a lot of shy people when it comes to this world.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, No doubt.
1: And then, I mean, like, obviously, like, the other little things, like, So we have an after show party after the first day. Um, Only people allowed there are the speakers, the partners, and then the exhibitors. So no attendees are allowed to go to our after show parties. And honestly, the after show parties is one of the biggest places where I've seen a lot of business go down. Because, you know, people finally Mm get to, you know, loosen their tie for the day. They get to just hang out, you know, and they're Mm -hmm. like, they can start seeing like other businesses. So they're, they're enticed by that.
0: For sure. Yeah, you can kind of follow up with the people that you met during the day and kind of narrow in on solutions. Well, um, are there any final thoughts that you'd like to share? And um, obviously, please share the website and, um, you know, how people can get a hold of you or register and and attend.
1: So, I mean, no final thoughts. I mean, I appreciate you letting me come on here and, you know, do my little spiel about my show, you know, get it to grow a little bit more than it already is. one of the main things about our show is just our our rebook rate is just so crazy. Like we have, you know, a rebook rate of 92% of our attendee or exhibitors, I apologize, rebook. So our show's mm-hmm. constantly growing just based off the fact that we need more space for these other companies that want in too. But I mean, outside of that, nothing much. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to reach me, I mean, I'm always available by email or you can call the office and ask for me. i I'm always on my phone, so I'm always there for everyone.
0: Is it CBDWhiteLabelExpo.com?
1: Yep, so that's going to be the website. It's going to be CBDWhiteLabelExpo.com, or if you want to look more into the New York one, it'll be the same thing, just with NYC at the end of it.
0: Awesome. Well, there you have it, folks. Check out the um, CBD and Hemp White Label Expo coming up. What was the dates again, the 25th and 26th, Joseph? So-
1: Yes, sir. The, the Vegas show is going to be May 25th and 26th, and then New York will be September 29th and
0: 30th. Right on. Well, this is your hemp entrepreneurial host, Tyler Hemp, here at Hemp Power and Hemp your hemposphere as usual. Thanks for tuning into to Hemp Aware Radio, and if you're looking for marketing, branding, or graphic design services, check out hempaware.com. We'd love to help you build your sales funnels and identify your ideal customers so that you can succeed with hemp. Thanks again, Joseph. Appreciate your time and being on the show today. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. All right, let's make it happen.